0: Get help with expenses that health insurance does not cover, visit affleck.com to learn more.
1: As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact
0: for free at
1: LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With everything you have on your plate, earning your degree online seems impossible. But at Grand Canyon University, we specialize in helping you fit a master's degree in education into your busy day. Your graduation team, led by your own GCU counselor, provides you with the personal support you need to succeed. Achieve your goals with a plan and team behind you. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Visit gcu.edu.
0: You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Final hour on this Tuesday. Dan and the Danettes, Dan Patrick Show. Glad to have you on board. I was uh, spending some time with the Danettes on the other side of the glass. Of course, checking with my puppy, Winnie, who's sleeping right now. And uh, wanted to be very quiet. It's like when you have a, a newborn, you got to be quiet. Don't want to walk by and have her start barking. So as I was walking over here to uh, sit on the other side of the glass, Paul, goes, hot poll question, final hour. And I said, okay, what's it related
4: to? And he said, basketball. Can I open it up now? You should open it and read it on the air. And we all react with our first thought. Okay.
0: Whose career would you want, knowing the past and what the future could be? Kevin Durant, Steph Curry. Okay. How old is Durant? Is he 30? 32. Oh, he is 32. Steph's 33. Durant is more likely to win a title, another title, sooner than Steph Curry.
4: Kevin Durant has won the scoring title four times in his career, Steph Curry once. Kevin Durant has also been an all-star every season going back to 09. Curry had a a slower burn to all-stardom.
0: Is Kevin Durant, when he's done, going to be a top 10 player of all time? Is Steph Curry going to be a top 10 player of all time? See, I just don't know with Durant with injuries, although Steph Curry has had injuries, but it feels like Durant is always nicked up. Um, wow. Who would I take? Well, I love Steph Curry. I love the game. I love his story. Um, the impact he's had on the sport. Easy to root for. I would take Steph Curry, but that doesn't mean Durant's not going to end up with, you know, he'll be more decorated. Yeah, Seaton.
2: And money's not really an issue on either side there. No. You're good either way. Yeah.
0: Yes, McLevin.
5: You got to remember, remember this story where the New York Times said Curry was the player of the decade and going to 2020 over LeBron? I mean, history likes Curry. Yeah, and they should. They said that he changed the game even more than LeBron and was really the greatest player of his era. I didn't. I think then LeBron won another title and blew that out of the water a bit, but... Well, how is LeBron changing the game? Right, he's not changing the game, but they said Curry was, at that point, remember when Curry was on his run, he was probably flirting with being the best
0: player in the game. Well, LeBron changed the game off the court. I mean, he took what Michael took, and then he's maximized. I mean, he's got a billion-dollar lifetime contract with Nike. You know, movies, business, shows, He's, he's taken what Michael, the blueprint, and then he's taken it. And uh, well, he's gone into the stratosphere here. Yes. What
5: you're saying so. is that if you're 6'9", super fast and a great passer, like you're not a lot of guys could emulate LeBron.
0: Well, no, I don't, think, I don't think people grow up and go, I want to be like LeBron. I mean, he's, he's a unicorn. But, it, but he's not a player where you go, that's how I want to play. Like I, I don't go, boy, that's how I want to shoot, like LeBron does. The only thing I would want to emulate if I'm another player is his ability to pass, like his ability to find the open man. Uh, he's still great at that. But, yeah, you pass, you rebound. You know, he, I don't. I mean, there's nothing there that I go, boy, I, I wish my game was like that. If, if I'm a professional basketball player, that, yes, you want to be like LeBron, but that's not exciting. Uh Steph is exciting. Yes, we love it.
5: That's the same reason I vote for Curry in this poll because Durant is not a guy that you can imagine being,
0: you no, know, what I mean. No, but but Durant makes it look easy. As as a 7-footer, he's a a matchup nightmare. The only thing that was really questioned was, you know, was he going to put on weight, durability, was he going to get banged around? But the game has changed where you can't really bang guys around. Prior to this show, you know, Fritzy was saying you know, 30 years ago, is Steph Curry getting knocked down? Yeah, he probably is. But now they're not allowing that. You know, this isn't 30 years ago, 20 years ago, 15 years ago. They're protecting their stars there. Durant is, you know, he's great. He's going to be one of the, you know, 10 or 15 greatest players of all time when he's all said and done. I just don't find him exciting. Yeah, I find you more interesting off the floor than I do on the floor. I mean, he's he's great, but he he's not somebody that I go got to tune in to watch Durant, Steph Curry. I would tune in to watch. Like, how many players would you tune in to watch right now in the NBA? Like, just be honest. Steph, Zion, Luca, Lillard. You're not tuning in to see the Joker. You're not tuning in to watch him bead. James Harden? I find Harden fascinating. Now, I used to put Russell Westbrook in there because I just, I found that his boundless amounts of energy in both ends of the floor and what he was doing. Now, I wouldn't have given him a triple double or MVP just off to the triple double, but, you know, he was really, really exciting. But how many players can you think of where you go, I'm tuning in to watch him play? Yeah, McLovin. Uh, you didn't mention Giannis, did you? I don't know. I don't know if people are tuning in to see Giannis. I like what he does. He does, you know, night in and night out. But he's not exciting unless he takes the ball full court and dunks. But I, I don't think people go like he's not a good shooter. He's just the ability to get to the hoop, and he's a really good defender. But that's not reason enough to you know see i gotta watch that game and i think this is a real problem with the nba of the tune-in factor you know am i going to watch the lakers with lebron yes because i know the stakes are really high uh damian lillard in the playoffs i will watch every single game yeah pulling,
4: even a guy like bradley beal of washington he's averaging 31 a game but he it's almost like he has to overcome washington Nobody, The washington wizards just have a, such a boring history no offense That he's averaging 31 a game, but you're not going to tune in for it.
0: Yeah, but I can't, you can't pick out a signature play of Bradley Beal. If I said, hey, last time you saw him, he did what? I mean, he's just, he's a scorer. He's going to put up his 31 and that'll be it. And they lose, you know, 108 to, uh, you know, 97. That's it. Yeah, McLevin. Yeah, I I want no part of Washington in that first round. They're like,
5: (laughs) they're actually super hot right now. And Bradley Beal, Russell Westbrook, you look at the highlights, I'm like, that's a good
0: team. I know, but you're not, I'm just saying, Bradley Beal is not a tune-in factor. No,
5: and they probably won't win because of that Washington thing. Why is that? Why did the Sixers trade for, why did Bradley Beal not get traded? I mean, to a contender. I thought that was a thing.
4: I don't know if he wanted to. Yeah, Paul. Doesn't it feel like some franchises that no matter what their lineup is, they still can win? Like if you took the Nets lineup when they're all healthy and put them on the Atlanta Hawks, they would still finish 10th. Because some reason the Atlanta no, Hawks wouldn't. can't. Yeah, well, I'm being facetious, but it it almost feels like not like franchises are cursed, but success is high end. Success is not possible. Yeah, like the Atlanta Hawks are not going to finish first in the East.
0: I I would take Steph Curry over Kevin Durant, but you know I'm I'm curious what happens. You know, with the top ten, somebody is falling out of the top ten in the next five years, next five to seven years, whatever that top ten is in the NBA all time. Somebody's falling out. Yeah, McLeod.
5: So like a Carl Malone, Tim Duncan, Kobe, is that the guys? I don't think that?
0: Kobe would. I don't think Tim Duncan would. I could see Carl Malone falling out. You know, second all-time leading scorer, one of the most consistent players in the history of the game. Uh, two NBA Finals teams, but they didn't win. Tim Duncan won. Um, but g- get the top 10. And, you know, because Kobe won. Yeah, Paul.
4: I, there's a bunch of top tens out there, so it's really tough to deal with, but you know, a guy like Larry Bird is number seven on an ESPN list. And then Tim Duncan's number number eight. Tim Duncan could suffer by people not remembering him because he's not memorable on the court. He's his resume's fantastic, but his play is not
0: fantastic. Yeah, but you're gonna have people say, Yeah, but he won five titles. Like that like Oscar Robertson won one title. But he was one of the great players of the game because he averaged a triple-double. It was really easy. And, and most of these people didn't see Oscar play.
4: But don't you think a guy like Shaquille O'Neal, who's 10th on the NBA's list on the ESPN list, could have more staying power because he's more memorable. He has a presence, marketing. He's still around. We see him. We don't see Tim Duncan and hear from Tim Duncan. He's kind of out of sight, out of mind a little
0: yeah, bit. Yeah, but he won. Yeah, I think like that's, that's the great elixir where you go, why is that guy in there? Well, he won. Okay. Like Bill Russell. Bill Russell won. Like he, I can argue with some things about his game, but I can't argue with the bottom line is he won championships. Everywhere he was, college, Olympics, NBA, he won titles. Yeah, Paul.
4: It also feels like Magic Johnson on the list is fifth, and, if, and Bird is on the list at eighth. It feels like they're intertwined, that they are on the list together for a while. And Bird, again, the second half of his career, he, he limped to the finish, but the first 10 years were unbelievable. Okay,
0: but somebody's moving into the top 10. Somebody is. Is Kevin Durant
4: moving in? LeBron's entrenched.
0: LeBron is going to be moving into the top three, probably, when it's all said and done. LeBron's already in all these lists, too, in most of these. Okay. Yeah, he's already there. Okay. Um, so he's second. But is, is Steph Curry going in? Is Kevin Durant going in? Uh, the Greek Freak's got to win. Um.
5: You know, Did you miss Shaq's at 10 on one big ESPN list? Yeah, that He'll, feels like that's sort of tenuous yeah, there. With, uh, Elijah wants like 11 on a lot of these lists, 10, 9, 10, 11. Yeah. I
0: know you like him. No, I, I love Elijah. Wan, my favorite center. Um. Yeah, at some point, I don't think Harden gets in there unless he wins a few of these championships. But but Durant I could see and Steph Curry I could see.
5: Anyway, Anthony Davis takes off the rest of his career. No.
0: No. Does Jerry West... If Jerry West isn't the logo, is Jerry West in the top 10 anymore? No. Okay. Yeah, I, it's hard for me to keep track of these lists because they drive me bleeping crazy.
5: Yes. Well, it's not that college one that had Michael Jordan number one
0: that for a month you were mad. I, why'd you bring that up? <laughs> why'd you bring that up? <laughs> I just don't know. I would have taken away everybody's voting privileges. Those who thought Michael Jordan's the greatest college basketball—you should be. In, we should create sports jail. <laughs> right? I'm going to put you away. Yep. Like I'm not going to let you be on social media for a month. Like I, I'm just—I I, got to have a punishment there. Like, how could you say Michael Jordan greatest college basketball player of all time? Crazy. Crazy. Yes, McLean.
5: The last of this, I think you're saying the NBA needs some more watchable stars. Like somebody's got to come. LaMelo is a they need a few now more I, exciting I, guys. I
0: do like watching LaMelo. I do. I I will tune in to watch LaMelo ball. Um uh, Trey Young, I've kind of warmed on. I I did enjoy him a lot in college. I did enjoy him his rookie year, not as exciting now. Yes, McClellan.
5: But when LeBron hangs it up in a year or two, like who's the singular superstar, you know,
0: is there going to be another one? Well, Steph's going to be 35 by then when LeBron, oh, I don't know how long LeBron plays. Now, Zion, I will, I will tune in. I will tune in to watch him. But I, I think you've got just a handful of players that you go, I am, I'm going to watch this game. I'm, I'm going to make sure I watch this game.
4: Yeah, Paul. Zion's in his second year. He's 20 years old. He's averaging 27 and 8. Yeah. 27 and 8 and he's playing 33 minutes a game and is not missing games anymore. It's quick. That you remember you said when he came in if he could have that Blake Griffin 22 and 10 career, that'd be a nice career. He's flying past that. Yes. Not rebounds wise.
0: Yeah. Uh, a couple of phone calls. Man, by the way, the numbers that guys are putting up now, like everybody is putting up big numbers. You know, shooting the three, wide-open scoring, offenses, no defense. You know, if you're not averaging 20, then something's wrong. You're not trying. Uh, Israel in Los Angeles. Hey, Izzy.
6: Hey, DP. Good morning. Thank you for taking my call. I just wanted to jump in here on the uh, earlier comment about Steph Curry and McLovin, a.k.a. McHater, Mm -hmm. on Steph Curry. Mm -hmm. Steph Curry is about to become the – third player in NBA history to average 40, 50 and 90. Can McHater even name the other two?
0: Uh, So averaging 40 points from three-point range 50 from the field and 90 from the line. 40%? Yeah, 40%. 40%, yes. Steve Nash? Steve Nash is one. We just did this stat uh, this year. Uh, Larry Bird? Larry Bird did it. There you go. All you right. got
6: him. And how many? How many players in history have averaged forty, fifty, and ninety? And you'll never get it because I'll I'll give you the number, but you won't pick the how many. Okay. Because there's a trick. There's nine total, and you already got
0: two. Well, but they've done it. Nash did it a couple of times.
6: That's right. Just nine. Nine different players.
0: Oh, nine different players. Okay. Yes. All right. Well, thank you, Izzy. We'll uh, see if we can. Uh, figure this out. Yes. McCoy. Wait, I
5: thought he just said two. I'm confused. I thought he said two did it. And there was Nash
0: and uh, Bird. But there's nine now? I didn't understand it. I thought he said two, and then all of a sudden it became nine. Only thing I know is you're never going to get it. I, I'm not. It's a trick question. <laughs> trick question, because you're never going to get it.
5: And if we don't get it, like, how do we know? Like, Izzy's just going to be out there the only one knowing
0: this. Izzy might be laughing right now going, I told him two, and it's nine. I said two, and it's nine. And never going to get it. Question. You're never going to get never. it. Never. Uh, Ray Allen.
5: I'm gonna... I just keep thinking of you telling Ray Allen he's shooting wrong and then he's I know, one. Of them. I, know, I
0: know it's got to be Ray Allen. Reggie is is Ray Allen on there. Did Reggie shoot over 40 percent from three point range? Oh,
5: so this is saying for a career or for a single season.
0: I wait, somebody averaged 40, 50, 40, 90 for a career.
2: We might be spending too much time yes, it's, on this.
4: Okay, We're never going to get it. So, I know. He was or we, d- right. Or we keep doing it because we can never get it. <laughs> he was right. We didn't get it, and we never will.
0: McLeven, just look it up because we're not going to get it, and then we'll get it, and then we can move on.
5: Oh, it's uh. well, I'm lucky. There's only a few guys have been over 40%. Steve Kerr, Hubert Davis, Drazen Petrovic, Seth Curry, Joe Harris, uh, Steph Curry, and Seth Curry, Jason Capono, Tim Legler, and a few others are over 40% for their... Uh, from three for their career.
0: Well, no, Acclaim. no, but you got to have then a 50% from the floor and 90 from the line. Well, that's easy.
5: I've had a lot of guys done that. Well, no, it's, it's in a s- Yeah, I know. I can't do all
0: that. I'm sorry. We're moving
5: on. Luke Kennard.
0: No, we're, we're moving on. <laughs> you have to, you understand you shoot 90 from the line. F- I understand. fifty from the field, 40 from three point range in the same season.
5: No, I think he meant career in the
4: second part of that question. Just shoot me. Yes, Paul. Reggie Miller, for his career, shot 89% from the free throw line. He shot 39.5% from Mm. three and 51% from two.
0: Yes, Sutton.
2: Reggie was so close to having a good career.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Reggie's going to join us Monday? a couple of weeks. Oh, a couple of weeks.
5: Monday, May 3rd. He'll be back with us for the rest of the regular season and the playoffs.
0: Yeah, I've been corresponding with Reg, and uh, Reggie Miller will be back with us in uh, less than two weeks. Yes, McLovin. In the
5: last eight seconds of a game at the Garden, he shot 100% from three, 100% from the field.
0: Get an in-depth look at one of the greatest Olympians ever, three-part Peacock original series, Michael Phelps, medals, memories, and more streaming now. And uh, don't miss an episode. Sign up at PeacockTV.com and start streaming the entire series for free now. Let's take a break. Let's forget that uh, the last segment happened, and uh, we'll come back after this in the Dan Patrick Show. Oh, Discover the Discover card, and then you're going to discover something really incredible. You get all the cash back you earn on your credit card at the end of your first year automatically. There's no limit on how much you can earn, which is amazing. In fact, it's even more amazing because of all the places where Discover is accepted. 99% of the places in the United States that take credit cards take Discover. So when it comes to Discover, get used to hearing the word yes more often. Learn more at discover.com slash yes. 2021 Nielsen Report limitations apply. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app
1: Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
7: Good song. The Johnny Carson theme, right? Hey, who wrote
3: that? Skip, who do you think? It's your buddy. Hi, everyone. I'm Paul Anka.
7: And I'm Skip Bronson. Tell it like it is, and even sing a song or two.
3: This is our podcast, and we're going to do it our
7: way. Listen to Our Way on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
1: Imagine you ask two people the same exact set of seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver.
8: One of the best shows of the year, according to Apple, Amazon, and Time, is back for another round. We have more insightful conversations between myself, Paul Muldoon, and Paul McCartney about his life and career. It was
3: 20 years ago today. We had a big bear of a man who was called Mal Evans. He was on roadie. And uh, I was coming back on the plane, and he said, Will you pass the salt and pepper? And I Miss him. I said, what? Sergeant so, Battle.
8: This season, we're diving deep into some of McCartney's most beloved songs. Yesterday, Band on the Run, Hey Jude. And McCartney's favourite song in his entire catalogue, here, there and everywhere. Listen to season two of McCartney, A Life in Lyrics, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts.
7: Better hit to Killorn. with will feed in front, trying to find Gordon, and that pass did not get through. Good play there by Petchy. Now it's Gordon, in. shoots,
6: saves, three-man,
3: scores! Yanni finds it, buries it,
0: win it! Lightning over the Hurricanes. Lightning play Hurricanes again tonight, courtesy of Bally Sports Sun. Discover matches all the cash back you earn on your credit card at the end of your first year. It's amazing. Because Discover is accepted at 99% of the places in the United States that take credit cards. Learn more at discover.com slash yes. 2021 Nielsen Report. Limitations do apply. McLevin, I'm not going to get into this 50-40-90 club because I don't even know what the hell we're talking about. Is it in a see? Sea- <laughs> I don't all know. All right, No, no, here we go. Is it in a season that you shot 50 from the floor, 40 from three-point range, 90 from the line? You did that. Or you had individual seasons where you did at least one of those?
5: No, it is. Oh, God, I don't even know now. I think it's for your career. Wait a
0: minute. They're, they're not averaging this for their
5: career. Then maybe in a season. I don't know. It can't be just, of course, they
0: guys have done that. Larry, Larry Bird didn't average this for his career, did he? Fifty. 50- us check. 50 40 90 like Malcolm Brogdon
5: What's you know, the hardest part of that is 90 from free throw really hard to do I guess
0: Yeah the number of number of players who've shot over 90% from the line as opposed to 40% from three point range because it says Malcolm Brogdon with the Bucks so that was when he once one season with the Bucks
4: Larry Bird for his career was an 89% free throw shooter 37 from three, and 51% from two. Right. But he had a single season where he did that. Yes. Like Reggie Miller had a single season where he went 40% from three, 50% from two, 90-plus from 3 oh,
5: he, Here it is.
4: Oh, my God. Nash and Bird are the only two players who've repeated
5: 50, 40, 90 seasons.
4: I said that when we first started. Yeah, I don't know. Thing.
5: Did you see Elena Deladon's on that Yes, yeah, she, yeah, she is. pretty fun. Yes, she is. Do you
4: want to go play with your puppy for a few minutes? I'm
5: not taking the heat for Izzy.
0: Izzy was calling all cocky about. You'll never get it. All right. I didn't get it. I didn't get it to not get it, if that makes sense. By the way, Gonzaga coming off a uh, uncharacteristic day yesterday. They lost uh, Jalen Suggs to the NBA draft, star freshman. and he's the second one-and-done in program history. Zach Collins was one-and-done in 2017, went to the Blazers. They signed the number one recruit in the country's net name is Chet Holmgren. And uh, the first time that they've ever landed the number one recruit in the nation. He's from Minnesota, played on, I think, the same high school team as Jalen Suggs or the same AAU team. I know that they played together. Uh, Gonzaga has signed another five-star recruit as well, Hunter Salas. So this isn't a mid-major, small conference. You know, you're you're getting guys that uh, you would think Kentucky, Kansas, Duke, North Carolina would get, and now Gonzaga's in the picture with the big boys. Uh, you lose Suggs, but you bring in the number one recruit. I've watched him play. I watched him play two games, two entire games. Chad Holmgren. He's a legitimate seven-footer. He weighs less than 200 pounds. Got a great handle. He, he does. Has a great handle. Not for a seven-footer. He can, he can create a shot. He runs uh, left-handed, right-handed, uh, both ends of the floor. Nice little jumper. But, you know, they're talking about him being the number one recruit the following uh, number one player coming out of college in a year from now with a one-and-done. But he's going to Gonzaga, Chet Holmgren. Yeah, Paul. He
4: is skinny, skinny. He makes Brandon Ingram coming out of college look like Charles Barkley. <laughs> I mean, he is bone thin. Yes, he Fantastic is. Fantastic talent. Yes, he is. Yeah. He makes Thon Maker look like oh, Oliver Miller.
0: I remember when Thon Maker was coming out? And it's like, Thon Maker's gonna, he's going to change the NBA. Yeah. Well, I'll go back to when uh, BYU was Sean Bradley. By the way, Sean Bradley was in a bicycle accident and uh, paralyzed. I don't know to what degree, but I haven't, I haven't seen an update on it. But Sean Bradley at seven six could run the floor. Uh, he could dribble. He could shoot mid-range jumper. I thought that he was going to change the game yeah, he went number two overall to the seventy sixers, but uh, yeah, I was really sad to to see you know Sean with uh, injured in a bike accident. And I don't know to what degree the paralysis is, but um uh, Sean, Sean was a good NBA player or had moments where he was a good NBA player, but never lived up to the hype yeah please.
4: when he was in high school, i went I was in college at Southern Illinois, and they played this thing in St. Louis called a Seven up shoot up. And Sean Bradley's team was invited to it. It was on TV. And, you know, he was such a phenom in high school that people wanted to see him play. He, he sat there and signed autographs after he played, and he was on the bleachers. His legs were over the, the next set of bleachers <laughs> and then down one and flat on the ground.
0: Uh, guess who's back? Israel from Los Angeles is back.
6: Hey, thanks, CP. Sorry, I just wanted to clarify because I'm over here jumping up and down, screaming at my TV. McLovin, it was only over the season. It would be crazy to think over a career. So only over the season, and I think I heard you guys got the last two, so you actually did do it. All right. Well, did you get the WNBA player?
0: Uh, yeah, Elena Deladon.
6: She was the ninth. She was the ninth to do it. That was the trick. So thank you very much. Just wanted to clarify that. Love the show.
0: Thank All right. You. All right. Israel said we were not going to get it, ever. I don't know if I'm smarter, but we did get it. Uh, Steve Nash, Larry Bird, Steph Curry, Kevin Durant, Reggie, Dirk Nowitzki, Mark Price, and Malcolm Brogdon, and Elena Deladon. Nobody has averaged 50-40-90 for a career. Yes, Was it Jay-Z's club? That was
2: the 40-40 club? We should do 50-40-90, even more exclusive. (laughs) And we only let in nine people at a
0: time. That's how exclusive it is. Do you remember when we had Jay-Z on and he told me that the Nets, New Jersey Nets, were going to win the title? And I said, you're crazy. I said, when the Nets don't win the title, I'm going to do my show from the Forty Forty club. And you're hosting or co-hosting. He said, you're on. Now, I didn't say what year. So I guess there's still hope that Jay-Z will co-host the show. Remember the the Jay Z factor. Seaton would always bring this up whenever there was a uh, player who might be joining another team, a free agent, and Seton would always go, "Oh, there's Jay Z, factor." Well, there was
2: like everybody would always say, "Like,
0: will LeBron sign there?" Well, what about the Jay Z factor? It's like, dude, he owns like
2: 0.5 percent of the team. Well, what about the Jay Z factor? You want?
0: No, oh, you want to go play for Jay Z? Yeah, mm-hmm. I know. And I went. They're not, they can go visit Jay-Z. They can say hello to yeah. him when they go beat the Nets. You probably just call him and be like, hey, what's up? You want to go up, get Dan? dinner? Yeah, let's go to the Forty Forty club. The Jay-Z factor? Yeah, mm-hmm. we'll talk about why I didn't join the Nets at that time. And then it was the Beyonce factor, you know, Jay-Z and Beyonce. Like, what What do you get? Like, you sign with the Nets and you get to what? Say hello to Jay-Z? The uh, Justin Timberlake oh, factor in Memphis? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then who owns a piece of the Cavaliers? Um, oh, Usher? Yeah. Yeah, I think Usher owns a small piece of the Cavaliers. The Usher factor? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, we McLeod.
5: How about the A-Rod factor now uh, with Minnesota? Uh, I don't think that's going to be
0: much of a factor. I don't think huh? so. Who?
5: Yeah. <laughs> By the way, uh, Steve Nash almost did it for his career. He was 49% field goal, 43% uh, three, and 90% free throw. That's pretty good.
0: 50 40 90 and I'm 100% done with this topic. Okay? Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> All good here. Nothing nothing
4: to see. You want to bring back the Tiki Barber Hall of Fame no, argument? I can no, dust that off No, I you. want to do
0: that. All right. uh, how about Julian Edelman Hall of Fame? Here we go. <laughs> and you gave me the 2015 NFL draft. Why?
4: Uh just we we're talking about how you should look at drafts and that they're successful Five six years later, these players should all be in their prime. Most of the players taken in the top fifteen of the uh, 2015 draft are off their team, except for a couple of linemen.
0: Okay, so we'll go back. This is six years ago. Jameis Winston won. Marcus Mariota two. Dante Fowler went three. Amari Cooper went four. Brandon Scherf went five. He's had a nice career still with his original team. Leonard Williams. Kevin White, oh boy. Vic Beasley, Eric Flowers, Todd Gurley, Trey Waynes, Danny Shelton, Andres
4: Pete. Andres Pete is probably the most successful player of the 2015 draft, first 20 picks. He's a three time Pro Bowler for the Saints. Yeah.
0: Devontae yeah. Parker. Still a Dolphin. Melvin Gordon. Kevin John. Yeah, so, you know, we're going to look back on this draft and we're going to do the same thing. There, there's probably going to be four or five hits where you go, that guy's a great player. And then there's going to be four or five where you go, that's a good player. And then there's going to be the rest of them you're going to go, where is he? Or he's a bust? Yes, McLevin.
5: I think a lot of people thought Winston Mariota was a pretty safe one, too, in that draft. Yeah. I would have thought. So I, I wonder if we're going to look back at Lawrence and Wilson and wonder, wait. Maybe we were wrong about them, too. Yeah.
0: Well, let's see what happens with Winston in in New Orleans. You know, he's getting that second go-round that we saw with Tannehill that uh, Sam Darnold's going to have in Carolina. You know, you get that opportunity where you go to a better team and let's see if it's the quarterback or it's the team itself. Or maybe it's both. Uh, Steven in Kentucky. Steven, thanks for holding. What's on your mind?
6: Hey, Dan, Steven with a PH, first time, long time, 5'10", 179. Um, love the show. Uh, got some real talk about the Super League and college football. Uh, for me, the, the, it's the playoffs that have been the big problem playoffs? with the uh, with college football recently. And I don't think a Super League is definitely necessarily going to solve that. Um I think maybe, what's wrong with having a draft in college football? That would spread the talent out,
0: and we could talk about it all spring and summer. <laughs> Thank you, Stephen. Yes, yes, Stephen. Can I ask Stephen with a PH a question? Okay. Uh, Stephen, are you still yeah. there? Okay. Yeah. If, it, if somebody calls you Steve,
2: or if you refer to yourself as Steve, how would you spell that? Uh, or would you I... go with Steph.
6: You know, people have started calling me Steph recently for obvious reasons, but the, they used to just spell it Steve or call me Steve, and I just went by it. I, I've I've kind of joked around about recently and telling people that my name is spelled P H T E V E N.
0: Sorry, I just needed to know the answer to that. What the hell happened this last hour here? Thank you, Stephen. Steph. Yeah. Steph. Yes, McLevin. Do you know Malcolm Brogdon hit 93% of his free
4: throws at stop? 18? <laughs> Will you stop? Can Alex Smith retire again? Uh,
0: a couple of things that I saw. Uh, Woody Page, around the horn, Woody Page, he writes for the Denver Gazette, and uh, he says the Broncos might be moving up to number four. Uh, the Broncos have called the Falcons, who sit at number four, about a potential trade. Okay. Uh, you're going to take Justin Fields or Trey Lance, but uh, there was talk that Denver was a team that was trying to move up. Uh, I I get it. I mean, if I'm taking somebody who's going to back up Matt Ryan uh, for a couple of years, then you know I certainly understand that. Yeah, Paul.
4: And, and if you're the Falcons and you're not going to replace quarterback, you could you could drop a couple times to get the best defensive player or the top defensive player, which they probably need more, right?
0: I don't think there's a great defensive player. Right, so shouldn't they – they could trade maybe twice. Yeah, but but if you can get Kyle Pitts, like you still want to have those guys in place so when you do get your quarterback, he comes in and he's got some weapons there. When you get your quarterback, Julio Jones is probably not going to be there. And so you want to make sure that you have somebody who can kind of – You know, you have to have Travis Kelsey to go with Mahomes or Tyreek Hill. Having that, you know, you have to have those players to go along with these quarterbacks there. Uh, The other part of this is the Dolphins were considering trading down from number six. So they've gone from three to 12 to six. Ian Rappaport of the NFL Network is uh, saying that uh, there's a chance that they now move up (laughs) because they're looking at Kyle Pitts or Jamar Chase. If, if those guys are off the board but if they're off the board you can't move up once they're off the board because you're not going to get them uh, Adam Beasley of the Miami Herald had previously reported the Dolphins would be more likely to trade down from number six if Kyle Pitts and Jamar Chase are off the board but uh, there's a chance now that the Dolphins might be moving up and uh you know trying to get one of these players so uh, you're, there's so much information here. And it feels like the more you know, the less you know. Because it all just starts to melt together. It It's just, uh, you know, it's a, it's a bad popsicle. You go, that's, I have no idea what it used to be. And that's what it feels like. And it's you're only going to get more of these uh, reports, or I'm hearing, or sources say, as we move up to the draft. Because, you know, I just saw where Arthur Blank... I think he's fascinated with the quarterbacks in this year's draft, so he's the owner of the Falcons. Okay, you're the fourth pick. You got the fourth pick. You can take a quarterback there if you're fascinated. Like, do you have to even – like, I always wonder, oh, you're fascinated. He's fascinated with the quarterbacks. What does that, that mean? We got to go up and trade. I, I would never tell anybody what I was thinking if I, I'm up there that high. I mean, that's why we famously don't know what Belichick does. I mean, because if you know what you're doing and then you tell somebody how many how many people know what you're going to do, it it shouldn't take long for you to find out where your leak is.
5: Yes, Don. And there's zero advantage to showing your hand anyway. What, what is there to gain? You know, I know if you're an agent, you spread rumors about all these teams that are interested in your client. But if you're a front office person,
6: why would you want to uh, get that out there? Let them wonder
5: what you're going to do unless they're willing to make some kind of big deal for somebody that they think you're going to pick.
4: Yes, Paul. See, I think it could work both ways, though. You could leak false information and bait someone. If you go back and read about the draft a couple of years ago where the 49ers fleece the Bears— yeah, They leak stuff that they love Trubisky. They start talking about Trubisky, this and that, and they were going to go quarterback. And the Bears said, we can't wait. We got to go. And they traded up a lot to go up one spot. You can you know, you can take advantage of someone's passion on draft night.
0: We'll take a break. We'll close up shop. What we learned, what's in didn't store to somebody...
2: Oh, sorry. <laughs> Forgot my Michael's on. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, didn't somebody just uh, leak information about who they were interested in just in the past like four weeks and it ended up working out well for them? It just happened. Like, maybe it was Carolina. Somebody well, in the NFL, there was just a whole thing about, like, oh, we're they sort of leaked this information, and then they ended up getting a much bigger deal than they thought they were going to Well,
0: get. The, that's the lines with Matthew Stafford. Mm, that they be. said, hey, we're open for business here. Like, they made it public. You want Matthew Stafford? Come on and get him.
5: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it, it, Right. And
0: right, they, that's exactly and, it. It. and they got a better deal with the Rams. Yes, yeah. McLevin.
5: Oh, I was wondering if you're talking about Sam Darnold and the Jets, too. The Jets kept sort of letting out there that people were offering them first-rounders.
0: But, <laughs> but that they, came out. But they also said that they were backing him. Yeah, I know. They Robert Sala came in, and and he loved Sam Darnold. He's our guy right until he's out. <laughs> Although you are starting to get some honest coaches and GMs. Like, um, hey, is, uh, is that your quarterback? For now. Wait, for now? Yeah, yeah, he's... Teddy Bridgewater is our quarterback in Carolina for now. And the Rams did this, too. Yes, Todd?
5: Just imagine any other job. You can get away with that when there's <laughs> millions of dollars at stake and you're talking about a quarterback. But just any of us in any regular job. When oh, someone's I've done talking that before. Yeah,
6: today he's got the job. I
5: don't no, know
0: no, tomorrow. I've done that before with people that ask about your job. I said, no, he's my booker for now.
6: We'll See, about it. tomorrow's another day, though. <laughs> yeah. You can go either way.
0: Yeah. For now, you're my booker. All we could do is live in the moment. Yeah. All right, wish I had another booker this hour. Wow. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so good. Back after this. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio, and you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app.
3: Hey, I'm Doug Gottlieb. The podcast is called All Ball. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com.
5: Play for free right
7: now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Good song. The Johnny Carson theme, right? Hey, who wrote that?
3: Skip, who do you think? It's your buddy. Hi, everyone. I'm Paul Anka.
7: And I'm Skip Bronson. Tell it like it is, and even sing a song or two.
3: This is our podcast, and we're going to do it our way. Listen to Our Way on the iHeartRadio app, Apple
7: Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
1: Imagine you ask two people the same exact set of seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver.
8: One of the best shows of the year, according to Apple, Amazon, and Time, is back for another round. We have more insightful conversations between myself, Paul Muldoon, and Paul McCartney about his life and career.
5: It was twenty years ago
3: today. We had a big bear of a man, who was called Mal Evans, it was on roadie. and uh, I was coming back on the plane, and he said, "Will you pass the salt and pepper?" And I misheard it. I said, what? Sergeant so
8: battle? This season, we're diving deep into some of McCartney's most beloved songs. Yesterday, Band on the Run, Hey Jude. And McCartney's favourite song in his entire catalogue, here, there and everywhere. Listen to season two of McCartney, A Life in Lyrics on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your
0: podcasts. Happy birthday to Don Mattingly, Donnie Baseball is 60, Steve Spurrier 76 at this day in sports history. Kevin Bacon is going to join us on the show tomorrow, and I stumbled upon this show on Showtime called City on the Hill or on a Hill, and in Kevin Bacon uh, plays a police officer detective, and he's a good bad guy or a bad good guy. He's uh, a cop that uh, kind of bends the rules a little bit. And you start to think Kevin Bacon, how many different roles that he's been in. You can go back to, he has this small role in Animal House where he's, you know, one of the fraternity pledges. And, you know, his famous scene where he's, you know, there, there's chaos there with a, uh, a parade. And John Belushi's uh, fraternity has a float that gets in. And he's like, you know, halt. And they they run him over. that's Kevin Bacon's role in Animal House. That and he gets spanked. There's a fraternity uh, uh, kind of ritual there where he gets spanked. Thank you, sir, I am another. And then he does Footloose. And you would think that based off Footloose that he would be typecast with a bunch of roles that would be sort of. And then you're going to have a dance routine. But Kevin Bacon has had a wide variety of roles throughout the uh, his career, and this uh, this this show I'm in the second season, City on the Hill, and uh, he's really good. There, there's some really good stuff in there. Yes, yeah, seen...
2: You're in the second season, meaning you're watching the second yeah. season, or you're in oh. the second. season? Oh no, season. no, I'm oh. watching
0: the second. season. I mean, season. you're an actor, so I just. I am. To... Uh, by the way, Sandler reached out, uh, not. One movie role, but two movie roles coming up. We're in? No, no, I am. Oh. I am. I'm going to be in the uh, the Sean Payton movie that Kevin James plays Sean Payton. You guys aware of this?
5: Yeah, I saw the headline. Yeah.
0: Just real. That looks great. Yeah. When Sean Payton got suspended by the NFL for Bounty Gate, he went and coached his son's high school team. And that's where the story picks up, where Kevin James... Is going to play Sean Payton when he goes to coach a high school too?
4: Yeah, I just talked to Sandler about it. Are you going to play Roger Goodell? I mean, no, you're no, no, no. down the sentence. No,
0: no, no. Um, I, 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 think I have to play myself. But I said that's okay. I'm okay with playing my, myself. Yes, yeah, see I just watched Paul Blart Mall Cop
2: with my son. Yeah, which was just—it was like it's just such a stupid movie, but damn, is it funny! There are a couple of laugh out loud but moments when there's a scene where he's drunk. <laughs> And he, he's like, clearly making a fool out of himself because he's so hammered. And he starts tearing his shirt off and yells, I believe in magic and jumps through a window. Damn, I laughed
0: so hard. It was so Paul funny. Blart, Mall Cop. I just love saying Paul Blart Mall Cop. I
5: believe in magic.
0: Um, yeah, so I'm in that movie. And then he has another one about this uh, prized basketball recruit. That takes place in Philadelphia, and I uh, have a role in that. I think I play myself in that one as well. That's bringing me up to, I think, 21 movies. In memoriam. Yeah. I think I'm getting there. I think if I go 25 before I die, I'm up there. Academy, Award, Academy Awards next weekend. And I would think if I put, if I post 25, if I'm the leader in the clubhouse, then I think I'm going to probably get my picture up there in memoriam. Yes, McLovin.
5: Is it hard to play yourself? I know you've done it in movies before. Or is it easy? Um, Like, do you have to put an interpretation of yourself No, 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 no.
0: (laughs) I I, I try to keep it really, really simple. There's not a whole lot of thought that goes into my acting roles with Adam Sandler. He tries to keep... He tries to dumb it down for me.
4: He didn't do ride-alongs with cops for a couple months beforehand.
0: No, I will say that he wanted to put me in Zohan. And he said, uh, you know, Danny, can you do a... uh, uh, middle east accent i go no like I, i'd have to work on that i'm shooting i now pronounce you chuck and larry we're ready to shoot my scene and i'm there with sandler and kevin james and kevin james goes can you do a brooklyn accent i said isn't it a little late to be asking me for this and he goes oh you call yourself an actor i said no i i act i'm not an actor This day in sports
4: history, Paulie? I believe Don Mattingly was born on this day in sports history. And in 1912, Fenway Park was open for the Red Sox. In 1916, Wrigley Field was open for the Cubs. In 1916, they won their first game at Wrigley Field, and it was downhill for the next century. Yeah.
0: Uh, So, Kevin Bacon will join us on the program tomorrow, and uh, Peter King will join us as well. Todd, what did I learn on today's? It was award nominated until the final hour.
5: (laughs) Skip in Texas wants McLovin to give more love to Steph Curry, suggests he should now be called McCaton. Wow.
0: What we learned brought to you by Mercedes Benz vans, they go far beyond from their customization options, cutting edge tech, five star sales, service, financial support crew. Mercedes Benz vans are built, equipped, engineered to be ready for anything. Go that extra mile taking the all-important first step into an authorized dealership today. Thanks for joining us. We'll try to make up for it tomorrow. Dan Patrick Show. One more item as we close out the show, and it's RockAuto. RockAuto.com, founded back in 1999 by, it's a family business, automotive engineers. They had two goals in mind, and they're really simple. They want to let you see what the inventory is. Parts information hidden in the computers and catalogs behind the parts store counter. And second, they just want to make the parts affordable. They offer reliably low prices. They're taking out the middleman. They pass the savings on to you. RockAuto.com has the correct parts for vehicles of all ages, a vehicle that turns the engine off at every stoplight or has the battery installed in the trunk needs a modern AGM battery like those that rockauto.com sells they even send the batteries right to your door why waste time and money hunting for the parts phoning driving waiting in lines go to rockauto.com today make sure you tell them we sent you right dan patrick in the how did you hear about us box so they know that we sent you all the parts your car or truck will ever need rockauto.com rockauto.com and tell them we sent you
2: and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com.
4: No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.
1: Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Mini Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more.